Hey, good people. Welcome to another episode of the Atlanta Entrepreneurs Legal Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Ann Taylor, and I'm the owner of the law office of Stacey Ann Taylor, LLC. My law firm specializes in business law and estate planning services. If you'd like to learn more about the services that I offer, please visit my website at StacyAnnTaylorLaw.com or check me out on Instagram. My Instagram page is at StacyAnnTaylorLaw. So good people, we made it through another work week. Today is Friday, October 23rd, and I am so glad to be here with all of you. Hope you all had a great week. Uh, Today's episode is number 16, and it is called All About Operating Agreements. Now, those of you who have uh, been following this podcast, subscribed to this podcast uh, a little while back will probably be familiar with the term operating agreement because I have talked about them sort of in passing a couple of times. Uh, I've talked about operating agreements uh, during the episode called Contracts Are Your Friends. I've also talked more recently about operating agreements during the episode called Choose Your Business Partners Wisely. But today I want to expound a bit more on operating agreements because they are so incredibly important when you have a business owned by more than one person. So let me say that again. Operating agreements are specifically for businesses owned by two or more people. There is no need for an operating agreement when you are a sole proprietor or the single member owner of an LLC, right? Because you are the only business owner and you get to make all of the decisions. Uh, So there's no need to have an operating agreement in that case. But for businesses with two or more owners, operating agreements are crucial and it would definitely benefit all of the owners to hire an attorney to create an operating agreement for them. The main point of creating an operating agreement is to memorialize uh, basically the business structure, the uh, contributions that were made by the individual owners to the business when the business was was created, um, to spell out how the business will be run, you know, how um, votes will be cast, uh, whether some members have more voting power than others based on their contribution, um, things of that nature. Really, operating agreements are there to help the owners run the business more smoothly. Operating agreements help to um, avoid conflicts that will naturally come up because you know there is more than one person running the business. Now let's get into the main elements of an operating agreement. And I say the main elements because you can put a lot of stuff into an operating agreement and I am not going to list every possible um, you know, contractual term that could possibly be included in an operating agreement in the interest of time. I mean, this is a short podcast, but um, I do want to cover some main areas. So the first main area really is the membership interest and capital contribution. Somewhere near the top of the operating agreement, you'll commonly see a listing of each of the member slash owners. And um, there will also be uh, information included regarding how much money they put into the business. And this is relevant because um, how much money you put into the business is usually to, usually used to determine how much money you can get out of the profits of the business and also how much uh, power you'll have in terms of the management of the business. 
So, you know, membership interest and capital contribution are usually somewhere near the top as the first main element in an operating agreement. Next up, um, you will find uh, some contractual terms in the agreement regarding how the business is to be managed. Um, you know, what the voting structure will be, um, also um, whether or not you will be able to hire people to manage the day-to-day -day operations of the business or whether the managers have to come from uh, the ownership roster. Next up, the operating agreement will usually speak to um, how profits and losses are to be um, handled for the business. Usually the amount of equity that some that an owner puts in is the same amount of the, in terms of percentage is the same amount of profit that that specific owner would be entitled to um, from the business but there will be some discussion regarding profits and losses and you know how much each owner is entitled to um, in terms of um, any profits made from the business and how losses uh, will be accounted for as well amongst the ownership. The next element that is usually discussed will be uh, something related to um, voting, how voting power is to be distributed. Again, very often the person who put in the most money has the most voting power, but quite frankly, it's your LLC with your partners. You all can decide you know, how you want to handle voting. I mean, in some cases, someone may have put in more uh, of a financial contribution, but someone put in someone else put in a lot of sweat equity, and so you may want to treat um, you know those two owners pretty much the same in terms of voting power. So um, this can all be worked out. And again, the operating agreement is a document that is um, you know used to diffuse potential conflicts so this is something that can all be you know worked out and and put into the agreement so that everyone is clear on how it works next up the operating agreement will usually discuss um you know some things related to the day-to-day -day operations of the business for example if you want to put in writing that the business is you know, not to ever be open on a Sunday. You can put that in the operating agreement if you all would like, if you can agree upon it. Um, you know, perhaps for religious reasons, someone, someone may want to put in writing that these are the business hours, these are the days and hours that the business will operate and the business is not to operate on this other day. Um, you know, on a Sunday, for example, you can do that in the operating agreement if you can all agree on it. For, another example is... Um, the hiring of relatives. You you all can agree that you will hire relatives to work in the business, or you all can agree that you will not hire relatives to work in the business. These are the types of things regarding day-to-day -day management uh, that you can put into the operating agreement if you so desire. And the last main element um, of an operating agreement is how you will deal with um, one of the owners, one or more of the owners wanting to leave the business. Um, the operating agreement will spell out the terms for a buyout. Uh, if the other owners wanted to buy out uh, the owner's share, the owner who you know would like to leave the business, um, 
the operating agreement can also and should also deal with what happens when all of the owners decide that they would like to close the business, that they would like to dissolve the business. That can be spelled out in terms of how the business will be uh, unwound and how it will be dissolved and um, you know how profits and losses again will be handled regarding the dissolution of the business. So those are kind of the main elements, starting with membership interest and uh, financial contribution, you know, moving on to the um, financial uh, allocation of profits and losses um, and how that will impact individual owners. Um, generally speaking, again, the percentage that each owner contributed is usually the percentage of profit that they are entitled to. Uh, but again, uh, you know, profits and losses and how those will be allocated, that's usually discussed as a second main element in an operating, in an operating agreement. Uh, then some discussion regarding how votes will be uh, accounted for and who, you know, how votes will be distributed. Is it equal distribution? Is it based on, you know, percentage contribution to the business um, up front, that kind of thing that will also be discussed. And then the day-to-day -day management of the business, what are the rules and regulations, the operating procedures for the business? Is the business going to operate seven days a week or are there, you know, some days the business will not, will not operate? Whatever you would like to uh, put in regarding the day-to-day -day management of the business as long as it is legal and not contrary to any existing law, you can feel free to have your attorney put that information in there. Um, and then finally, like I said, the winding down of the business or, you know, what happens if someone, one owner or more than one owner wants to leave the business and the other owners still want the business to operate. So, um, you know, buyout, there's a buyout provision. Uh, and also, again, complete dissolution or complete winding down of the business uh, is also explained in the operating agreement. And uh, that will be one of the final elements that you would typically find in a in an operating agreement for an LLC with multiple members or an operating agreement for, you know, a limited liability partnership. LLCs are not the only business entities. Multi-member multi LLCs are not the only business entities that would benefit from the creation of an operating agreement. Um, you know, there are other formal business entities with multiple members, limited liability partnerships and so on that would also benefit from an operating agreement. So this is just food for thought. If you have a business with two or more owners, even I would say maybe even especially in the case, if you have a family business, um, I would really encourage you to sit with me or another attorney, another business attorney and have them draft a solid operating agreement for you. Operating agreements will save you uh, so much time and so much drama. If things are spelled out and everyone has to agree and sign the operating agreement uh, indicating that they agree to the terms, you know, it's it's much easier to point to something in writing and say, this is what we agreed upon um, than to, you know, not have anything in writing and then just be arguing all the time, you know, amongst yourselves as business partners as to what you should do about something or how something should be handled or how profits will be distributed, that kind of thing. Operating agreements can save you so much time. So that's it, good people. That's all I've got for today's episode of the Atlanta Entrepreneurs Show podcast. If you like what you've heard on today's podcast, 
Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Amazon.